90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hi, you guys. How are you? Hello, Sharona. Hi, Kelly. Sharon, you look like you're wearing fancy apparel today. I'm not. You do. I'm in cotton. It's a cotton t-shirt with a cotton zip-up hoodie. Well, it's some fancy cotton, let me tell you. But it's Thank like, you. is it blue puffy clouds with it? Or it's, it's like waves. It's oh, a life, I love it. Life is good t-shirt, so it looks like water. Okay. Water. <laughs> Someone's nice. been uh, on vacation. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. I forgot you've been on vacacione. Yeah, I had a few, a few days. days off. I'm kind of in the middle of the few days off, so I'm super stoked about that because there's been sleeping, yeah. sitting, wow. uh, lake loving, just uh, just living the dream. Living the dream. Yep. What's late loving? Lake. Lake. Lake, lake loving. body of water. I heard something else and I had questions. But <laughs> oh, late, we're good late go. loving? Well, Adam, that's a different show. Uh, 90s Now does not get into the late loving. No, unless Daddy you're listening... Bush. Well, <laughs> unless you're listening to the show late and you love us. But that's it. What was that about the the Puff Daddy Bush? Was that it? We talked about, I honestly, I listened to the show in the car. And uh, when that part came on, actually, sorry, I'm lying. I listened to it in the tractor. So that's a whole next level, listening to 90s Now in a tractor. Nice. And uh, when that section came on, there's only laughing that can ensue when you talk about Daddy Bush. <laughs> so. Oh, yes, Daddy Bush. Right, right, right. Puff Daddy Bush is, the, I believe, what you called the it. The presidents. <laughs> that yeah. was like a, a portmanteau of all things 90s. Yeah. 90s. Um, yeah, we were, t- that's when you're going to refer to presidential history, Daddy Bush is, uh, <laughs> is about as untechnical as you can get. So that's, that's where we are on 90s now. Thank you. <laughs> Who did we lose? <laughs> Nobody. Oh, good. Um, we got a lot to get to today, which is great. We've got uh, all kinds of good news. We've got some heavy news that we'll tackle right off the top, but, um, uh, when it comes to, down to a match made in musical heaven, we're going to talk about that. Like amazing, and there's a few amazing elements of uh, of this match made in in musical heaven. Um, uh, we're also going to talk about the BET Awards and how the opener was all things fun and the commitment to fun. Also, we've got some closure for Depeche Mode fans and a couple of rounds of Kelly's trivia and your '90s rewind that'll take us back to the beginning of our favorite decade. Oh yeah! Now we got news today, uh, the day of the uh, recording of this fantastic show that uh, R. Kelly and his time behind bars has been confirmed. So let's start there. Get that dark cloud out of the way and then we can move on to all the kind of fun that we get into on 90s now. (laughs) Now, um, R. Kelly's, uh, I guess, living situation won't change so much, but because he was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking last year, and then many accusers and, witness- and witnesses were heard, and have s- he's since been sentenced. So the deal is, like I said, it doesn't change his current living arrangements because he's in jail. And there are still things to be determined in uh, court hearings in Chicago for charges of child pornography and obstruction of justice. But for now, he's going to be in jail for at least 30 years. That's 30 a long years. Time. He's That's 55 a- now. Yeah. That's it's a long time. Is he eligible um, to uh, get released prior to that 30 years? I haven't seen that yet. Uh, the general consensus is that the amount of time that he was uh, sentenced is more than uh, what they were going for. 
And it, what what I was hearing was that it seems to be a bit of a trend with uh, with things lately that people are sort of aiming uh, at this level and uh, defense attorneys well, from, are... From what I'm reading, the prosecutors wanted 25 plus and the defense asked for 10 or fewer. Well, exactly. And this isn't the only case that's sort of gone more than. So I'm not sure if it's trying to set a, a precedent or make the point very clear about these kinds of uh, accusations. But, um, but 30 years is a long time. And certainly, I think if if you've seen any of the feedback from from uh, the accusers, anybody that has spoken out and spoken officially, uh, those brave enough to show their face, um, there's a, a sigh of relief that that ultimately they've been heard. Um, what's also been implied is that he had been protected for years by people in his circle, obviously, um, but it's alleged that also that those very people have taken advantage of him because of his shortcomings apparently he doesn't know how to read so he's been he's been taken advantage of this is the claim anyways any of that stuff in my opinion is taking away from the crimes of which he has been found guilty so whatever his own scenario doesn't okay what he has been found guilty of in this case so 30 years for R Kelly What'll be interesting to see, too, and I don't know if this has already been done, but I know, for example, when the, because um, I, like, Chris Brown, when that happened with Rihanna, I believe in 2009, many stations pulled the music from, you know, the station. And mm-hmm. I know that that stayed uh, for many months, depending on the station that you were involved with. And I'm yep. just wondering, like, I don't know, uh, I would I would think if, like, hip-hop R&B stations, particularly in, in the United States, if they have already pulled his music or they will now or will they not like that's that's an interesting angle to this because it's it's the part of separating the art from the person who created it right and the idea that uh if you play the music there is an element of earning that uh the the defendant the accused whatever still makes money off of of uh streams and um airplay on the radio or video channels or whatever. Um, but again, it's, it's, it affects more than just the accused, right? It, it affects the people that worked on the music too, that, that maybe get a slice of that, of that pie. So it's sort of, it's, it's, it's not just, you know, bad because it's bad because of what he's been found guilty of, but it's bad because it affects other people outside of the immediate people that it's already affected. So it's... We'll never have the answer to that. Should we or should we not keep playing the music? We'll never have the answer. And then as fans, not to diminish anybody else's experience, but as fans, we're like, hey, I love this music. It meant so much to me at this section of my life or it helped me through this. And now the person that created it is a jerk to to really minimize it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we end up having to separate our memories from the modern truth or the actual truth. So... Well, specifically on a song like I Believe I Can Fly, like that would have Mm -hmm. been so inspirational for so many people, depending on your circumstance in life. Like, what did that song mean for you to help inspire you to do, you know, X, Y, and Z? Yeah. You know, I don't think his song Bump and Grind will affect you the same way if it's not being played (laughs) anymore. No. But but a song like that. But now, like, you know, I don't want to hear any of it. So. Yeah. Bah. Yeah. All right. So, so it like becomes said, a personal choice at the end. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. If, if you're okay choice. with listening to the music, I guess that's fine. If you're and not, it, and it's one of those things too. Like 
we're uh, we are of a generation there are some people that are in the generation of people that bought the music already so if you're streaming it that's the maybe you just don't stream it maybe you listen to your cds i don't know it's like uh, i don't know it's a it's a it's actual like it's an actual moral dilemma yeah yeah. That will go on for a long time with yeah. a lot more people in the future. This Thanks. is not the last time we hear of something like this. Oh, yeah. There's uh, there's no shortage of people making bad choices and, and, and jerks, right? To minimize it, as you yeah, said. Yeah, exactly. So what we do about pushing that dark cloud out of the way is uh, step right into some trivia. Let's do it. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. So right I decided to, I saw this question and at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to ask it, but then it's almost like an homage to our friend Rachel who listens to <gasps> us from Australia. Rachel. And uh, she's such an ardent <laughs> listener. Again, she, she watches every episode and then comments in full on YouTube. Like, Everything, every topic, she's got something to say, which I appreciate. And Thank we, you, I know Rachel. that Sharon and Adam do too. So this is an homage question to, sh- to Rachel because she'll often mention in her write-up, I didn't know the answer to question one, but I knew question two. Or And it's it's always funny. So we'll see cool. if, uh, if Rachel... Where are you going with this? Well, it's here we go. In okay. 1999, an Australian referendum asked what important constitutional question... I'm not sure I understood the question. Can you repeat it again? So in 1999, they had a a, a referendum in Australia, and they asked the question, uh, or they they what was the question they asked? That's what I'm asking you. What was their constitutional question that they had to have this referendum about? In 1999, yes, you were five, Adam. Yeah, (laughs) Sharon, go Sharon. Can we keep kangaroos as pets? Shall it be my constitutional right to marry a kangaroo? No, I don't know. I don't think I was, that's allowed, Sharon. I was going to say, I was going to, before you even asked okay. the question, I was going to say crowded house. <laughs> or I was going to say in excess. Okay, I do not know the answer. Yeah. The answer is not about, <laughs> um, anyways, forget about this. Um, <laughs> I need a hint. We need to find this. Yeah, yeah. You need a hint. Well, it's we it's need a hint. Like, wait, is it is it politics? Is it's it politics. music it's related? Of, it's some it's something of public import to the country. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I lost the card. In momento, Uh-oh. I'll be back. She hasn't committed the answer to memory, so it's long. I did not, I did not commit what the answer to, to memory. Is it related to the language they speak? Uh, nope. Is did it they related? Wanted... Go ahead, Sharon. Is it related to uh, breastfeeding? No, but where did you come with that one? <laughs> I just, uh, you know what? It's New Zealand that I was thinking of. The, the, the uh, was it the prime minister or president? I don't know what they have in New Zealand. I think but it's she prime was, minister. She remember she brought the baby to work. Oh right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was more recent. So I'm just painting myself as not, you know, historically sound right now. <laughs> did they want it Sorry, to join Rachel. Asia and not be a continent <laughs> anymore? I don't know. You're close, Adam. Do we want the answer? Uh, yeah. yeah, like five minutes ago. All right, here oh, we go. Oh, should they annex New Zealand? <laughs> the referendum asked Australians if they wanted to become a republic. Oh. Oh. Just not one republic. That's a band. <laughs> What's the difference between a country and a republic? I feel that you should Google that for us, Adam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start asking question number two. <laughs> um, 
here we are. So actually, where was my other question? No, I'll go with this one. All right, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. I've got the answer okay, right go, here. Go, go, go. Just before we go ahead. A country is an area of land that is controlled by its own government. The, tam- the term republic refers to a governing system where, where there's no monarchy and no aristocracy. Oh, so mm. they wanted to get rid of Queen E. Queen. Yeah, <laughs> Just in, in case she's listening, we yeah. don't want her feelings hurt. Queen E. Two. Queen E2. QE2. Thanks for letting me know, Adam. I, I, I felt like I should have known that and did not. Well, I tried. And I want to see Rachel's response if she actually knew what that was about. All right. And what yeah. did she vote? Was she for or against? Well, she would have been like probably a teenager, I'm guessing. So I'm not oh, sure maybe. if she was able to. Actually, Rachel, let us know if you were actually allowed to vote in 1999. And Rachel, do you have a pet kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> Is it your uh, your Republican right to have that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we asked the tough questions here. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Brokeback Mountain was originally a short story by which author? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Stephen King. No, but that's a good guess. Damn it. That Adam. was going to be my guess. So now you don't have one? Sharon. No. Go, Sharon. I don't know. I was going to guess. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Uh, Annie Prue. Oh, who is she? Not a clue, but that's she had the short story. She's probably <laughs> worth a bucket load right now. Well, depending <laughs> on how much she sold it for. Also that's true. True. Yeah. Now she it could be just like she got a small bucket of money and her name on a trivia card. And that's right. That often has crazy words and exclamation marks to bring home the point. Really drive it home. That's it. Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, extra words and exclamation marks, um, before we talk about the musical match made in heaven, there's some other news that uh, brings two fans of the dance together <laughs> in a show called Just Dance with Kelly and Tina. We oh. are talking about our very own Kelly Alexander and her BFF, <laughs> Tina Landon. Tina Landon, whose list of dance credits is extensive. Kelly happens to be a huge fan. I've seen her dance. She can do it. Um, a fan of of all things Janet Jackson. And the extension of that into Tina Landon's territory is obviously uh, has obviously left an impression on Kelly because now, as they have become friends over the years, they have uh, joined forces. <laughs> That's a new move I'm working on. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, For a new show called Just Dance with Kelly and Tina. Uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us about this new show? Yes, super excited about it. Uh, We've been working on it for like months and months and months. And so uh, we had an idea to ask Tina if she would, because she's so amazing when I interview her about anything Janet related or Prince related, because she's worked with Prince, she's worked with Britney, she's worked with... Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, like her list, as Sharon mentioned, is quite extensive. Ricky Martin, she's the one that did Living La Vida Loca uh, choreography. Um, So it it just kind of became clear to us that, you know, Tina has such a great knowledge, obviously, of dance and choreography, choreography, and she's an influence to so many top choreographers right now in Hollywood. That it would be cool if we could do a show with Tina where we're talking to like A-list choreographers and creative directors and dancers uh, that are killing it right now in, you know, in entertainment in Los Angeles and New York and all that sort of good stuff. So we just launched a show, as Sharon mentioned, called Just Dance with uh, Kelly and Tina. 
and it's Tina and I interviewing these people, and uh, I won't give away too much, but our first episode has dropped, and it's with uh, choreographer and creative director Luther Brown, who uh, has worked with Gwen Stefani and Jennifer Lopez and uh, Ricky Martin, Nicki Minaj, Sierra, Lizzo, and he actually recently was a part of of, uh, Diddy's performance at the BET Awards. So he... He is like killing it like a million percent, and he is our first guest. And if you would like uh, to watch this, it's super simple. You just go to uh, the website hy.page slash Kelly Alexander Show. And I'll put that um, in the description of the uh, YouTube video. And if you're listening to this on our podcast, um, it'll be there as well. So hy.page slash Kelly Alexander Show. You subscribe, and then away you go getting to watch this really cool interview with just one of the most prolific choreographers of all time uh, speaking to other people who are doing amazing things in Hollywood. And so that's a good segue for you, Sharon, for the BET Awards, because, like, Luther just did Diddy's performance. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about the BET Awards. That's for sure. Now, let me just make sure that we were doing this. No, you know what? The matchmaking... You know what? We'll put the... We'll talk about the BET Awards... Uh, and put that match-made musical heaven story a little bit down the line a bit. The BET Awards, I admittedly have only seen the list of winners, uh, saw the uh, the opening monologue, Taraji P. Henson, who, she can do anything, right? Um, but uh, the super fun opening of those awards shows, uh, it happened the other night, it signaled the readiness of people to kind of get back at it, the wanting to get back at it. The ripping flute solo from the one and only Lizzo <laughs> that was made even more perfect with her gold disco ball outfit. Man, she owned it. Just she's so confident and good. She's so good. It's crazy. She and that outfit, man. Like, and and I think too. I mean, you would have heard about this too last over the last week, Sharon. Like, she. Um, I think this was like it's weird because there's been two sides of the of this conversation where people were like, why did she change the lyrics to one of her songs? Because and then other people, you know, people saying, well, it's great that she did. Because uh, yes, she did have some lyrics in her new song that she dropped that uh, was not. Um, how can I say like like uh, you know there wasn't an awareness factor there, right? And so, but so she kind of got you know tons and tons of messages online. And took that to heart and was like, I can't be um, an artist in this industry and ask people to respect me knowing that I'm a plus size woman and all that sort of stuff. And then she's not- been named. She's been called names before, which is. Yeah. yeah. So she understands the, the need to make positive change and, yeah. and be a part of it, too, which I thought was really. Yeah. Uh, says says a lot about her character. Well, that's her, it. And her so reaction could- was swift. Yeah. Like within within 48 hours or 72 hours, that song was was changed, like the, the lyric that was the issue. And it was re-released. And like away we go. And I have so much respect for her and by the way if you have a chance you should watch her interview with david letterman um he visited her on her like at her house like and and it was amazing to see her in her element like she is ridiculously talented as a musician like it's crazy Uh, playing the flute anybody that plays the flute makes the flute looks easy look easy to play Mm -hmm. it's not like it's it's an exact uh approach on getting the air in over the hole of the you know what i mean it's so precise that to mix that in with some moves and yeah. make it sound cool 
Man. And to mix to mix a flute in with like R and B hip hop music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she is next level. And by the way, I forget the name of the handle, but she, she her flute has an Instagram account. Really? I think, it's, I think it's is it Adam? I think is it Sasha flute or Sasha fierce flute? It's something, but it has like oh wow, it has like three hundred thousand followers or at last check. So. It's a Sasha be fluting. There we go. <laughs> Sasha flutes. Sasha be fluting. Nice. Three hundred and thirteen thousand followers. How many followers? Oh my gosh. Uh, over three hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know you're you know you're sick when like you have your your flute has its own IG account that has over three hundred thousand followers, and I don't even think she posts that much there, but she's. She's wicked. She's awesome. And I and every time it's funny, like my station plays um, about damn time. Like it's mm-hmm. on high rotation right now. And I've so I've played it a gajillion times, like on my show. Every time it comes on, I crank the volume. There is not one. T- that is such a great song. It is the song of the summer as far as I'm concerned for 2022. Well, funny that you're saying that because she laid claim on that uh, title, too. Of her own song, okay. she said it was going to be the song of the summer. <laughs> so you got to appreciate that confidence. And you know what? It's true. (laughs) She's not wrong. And neither are you, Kelly Alexander. That's all I have. Now, uh, I'll give you something to think about. Brandy. Yep. And Motown. And put those two together. And you've got a deal moving forward uh, that is the match made in musical heaven that I was talking about. Brandy is getting her due. I don't think she's never not gotten her due, but she's getting her due in a way that... um, that really acknowledges how far she's come, how long she's been around, how much of an influence she is and always has been. And now she's partnered with Motown for a new record deal, which is pretty cool. Why? Well, it's Brandy. That's why. But also, I was surprised to learn that it's her first deal with a major label in 10 years. Wow. So... What's that about? Like she's just been doing her own thing and just been. I think she know. had distro. She had distribution deals going on because when she was on our show a couple of years ago, um, I think it was E One she was with that was distributing mm-hmm. like her last album B Seven. So I don't know if she released that independently and then just had like the distributor because they they were the one that helped me hook up that interview. Um, and she's like bananas. Like she is so talented and. And by the way, did you hear that whole uh, ruckus, if you will, about Jack Harlow and her? What about it? So what happened? He was re- so Jack Harlow is the, the he's the rapper du jour right now that's getting mm-hmm. played all over the place. Um, he's from Kentucky. Uh, he has a song called First Class that we play all the time on our station. And so he was interviewed, and I only saw a clip of it, so I don't really know the exact specifics, but it sounds like he was asked, like. Or, or Brandy was mentioned to him and he he basically like blank, like didn't really have a clue, kind of. <laughs> That's my understanding. That And so this got back to Brandy. And so she actually took his song First Class, which is it's a sick beat. Like it's crazy. She mm-hmm. rapped over it, like took the instrumental and rapped and like explained who she is to him. Oh, nice. <laughs Which nice. was like craziness. And she's a really cool rapper. Like she and it's and that's what people don't realize is like she can actually rap as well as be an amazing songstress. And so guess what? At the BET Awards, they came out and performed it together. Oh, fun. Yeah, nice. so he came out, did his thing, and then he surprised everyone, brought her out, and she came out and rapped again and like and everybody like in the audience went bananas. And if you go to her um Instagram account at Forever Brandy, 
there's a clip of her coming out and the and the audience go, going wild and her caption is I haven't been to the BET Awards in a long time this was like a wonderful experience so good for her and good for him for realizing he messed up <laughs> oh like, good no kidding how do you not know Brandy right so and that could have gone either way too when you think of uh, the precious ego of different people mm-hmm. you know he could have hunkered down and said oh she's irrelevant or oh she's so yesterday or whatever she's not mm-hmm. but he like embracing it and and you know making it a, a learning moment not just for himself but the world to sort of see that uh man there's there's no uh there's no definition of time when it comes to great music yeah it's all if it's great once it's always great period mm-hmm. Good for them. I'm totally going to look for that when we are, when we are done this. You will enjoy it, Sharon. Like, honest to God, like she and like I, I if you actually Google too or YouTube it, you should sort of YouTube Brandy and First Class and and hear that initial response track she gave back to him. Cause, and it okay. was and it was more like her kind of staking her claim, not not like some crazy like revenge thing. It was just like, no, like, yo, this is me. And and just destroyed it, like just nice. destroyed it. Oh, good. I will look for that. Okay, I gotta go, you guys. Just okay. Uh, <laughs> You're almost there, Sharon. <laughs> I mean, I'll go after we're done. Let's take our time. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to mention that we said we were going to talk about? Um, also, uh, fun fact, or just really cool fact, that the CEO of uh, Motown is a woman. Amazing. So I like also that uh, in the... Um, in the uh, social posts of of uh, this news about the pairing of Brandy and Motown, that Brandy's in a photo with uh, the CEO, whose name is Ethiopia. Nice. Now, awesome. uh, sad news. Actually, we were surprised in a in a sad way just a few weeks ago when we heard that Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode had died. Um, imagine if we were sad, then obviously his family and friends and bad, bandmates were sad too. So. What they've got is some closure now after um, just a few weeks, but it's been confirmed that uh, Andy Fletcher's Fletcher Fletch is what they called him. Andy Fletcher's <laughs> cause of death has been determined as natural causes because he had an aortic dissection, which is a tear in the, the one of the main valves in his heart. Ugh. So what the band has done is posted their thanks and appreciation to all the fans that uh, have sent messages of support and said uh, that it's been helpful during their sad time and, and for the for the family as well, and that it was at the wishes of Fletch's family that they shared the official cause of death um, and said, quote, even though it was far, far too soon, he passed naturally and without prolonged suffering, end quote. So it was, I thought, really... Um, positive that they're looking for positives you know in a really sad situation yeah. like that he was 60 years old so isn't that the young. same way that um john ritter passed away Ooh, i don't know that i'm is pretty it? Sh- adam could you quickly check that john ritter i th- i'm i'm 99 sure or 95 will say I, that that's how he passed away because he was on set i think when it happened right of, of uh, eight simple rules yeah on set or had gone home was that it it was one of them because i know they rushed him to hospital because he was feeling oh. like he got nauseous. He, I believe he was vomiting. Like, that's what I remember. Yeah, vomiting, was... chest pain. No, no, no. Where does it say the cause of death? It doesn't say the cause of death. Keep talking okay. while I'm searching. I'm pretty sure it was that, though. I can tell you this. Another quote from the band that said that they had a beautiful ceremony and gathering with a few tears, but filled with the great memories of who Andy was. Stories of all our times together and some good laughs, which is important in a scenario like that, obviously. So that it's positive in a very sad scenario for Depeche Mode, but 
no suffering. That's that's positive. So talking about sad, we said aort aortic dissection. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same as a John Ritter. Wow, and that's how do you what, what year you was can't that, prevent Adam? that? That was in two thousand and three. Wow. He's September already been 11, gone almost twenty years, isn't that bananas? That's wild. Crazy. And then, then you think, like, that's when Kaylee Cuoco was coming up, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she had just mm. really started to establish herself as uh, kind of a comedic force or just a really good actor. And, all, you know, 20 years later, here she is. Have you watched the... Uh, the airplane thing? What's it? Yeah, what's it called? Oh, Flight, uh, attendant. Flight Attendant. Flight Have you attendant. watched it, Oh, my God. I haven't. My so boyfriend good. has watched it. He loves it. It's so good. I haven't watched yeah. the new one yet. Okay, I know. There's a new one? <laughs> I've been, I've been, it's been on my radar, but have not had a chance. So There's so many things to watch. Yeah. And so little like, time. <laughs> and so yeah. little time. Like, everybody, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever catch up. I don't think all those, so. All those jokes about people saying, uh, you know, during the lockdown and stuff, during, like, the height of COVID, I've finished Netflix. I don't even know how that's possible. Do you find, though, like, I, during COVID... We were so busy, at least, you know, it's if, if it just, you know, we had all this content we were trying to come up with for on this, you know, on Virgin, on the station I work for and on CJD, the other station I work for. And so I, I did not watch all of Netflix. <laughs> like, I didn't either. And I look back and I think if Kelly's going to plug the station she works for, I'm going to do it too. Do it. <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam, feel free to jump in. I work at Shome. A rock station. Um, and yeah, we were, I think, I, I know I felt lucky to be able to go into work. So there was at least, you know, the change in scenery to leave the house. What? Um, but I look back on that, you know, two-year lockdown and think, man, I could have learned an instrument or like <laughs> a language or a thing, like a something, a subject. I don't know. But I don't like just to think of that, that the two years as mm-hmm. two years. But like you said, we were busy. We were super yeah. busy. You know, we, well, you and I both had pub quizzes, right? Putting together oh, yeah. on a weekly basis. Yeah, those are super We also fun. were doing, you know, on our station, fireside chats where we were like interviewing artists every week. Like, every right. Thursday for two or three months, I was doing that. So that's a lot of prep trying to get that ready. For sure. So when people told me they were bored, I was like, how? Shut how? Up. how are you bored? <laughs> there is no time for bored. But I never, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think our... Our television watching went up a bit, speaking of my better half, but for me, I don't I don't think so. And it's funny you mentioned the instrument thing. I don't know. I So I mentioned, I was like, oh, maybe I'll have time to learn the guitar finally. So Woo! Elaine bought me a guitar for my COVID birthday. And no. You have a guitar? Did I, I do know that? It's, it's never gets come out of the box or the case, <laughs> I think, twice. You have to take it out because it's it's wood, so it needs to, I'll you do need that. to play it. And I'll probably bring it to you to tune it. Yeah, totally. Okay, great. Fun. It's a left-handed one because that's how I am. So, so you're you gonna play you like Paul to... McCartney? Good luck, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I'm a lefty. I can't get my head around that. Can you Neat. still just... can you still tune it for me? <laughs> I can tune it for okay. you, Kelly. <laughs> you know you need to tune in more often than just one time, eh? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know this. You need to tune like in every time you play it. I feel Sharon should get it back to where it needs to be, and then I'll have a starting point. Totally. There's uh there's tuners online too that but anyways, yeah, bring it in. I'd love to see it. Okay, great. <laughs> like Elaine is very good. Like better half, I don't know, she's much better at gifts than I am. Like she's very like I think I said it once and she was like Whew! and then wow. it was and then it happened. Cool. 
Well, I highly advise, you know what, it's like anything you're trying to learn, whether it's a language or an instrument or a subject, you got to give it like five, 10, at least 10 minutes a day. Yeah. And then you take those in the fall when things quiet down at the farm (laughs) and take those 10 minutes as like 10 minutes for you. You're just doing that. You get, you get some practice in because it's going to hurt your fingers for the first little while. But Mm -hmm. after a while you, you, it hardens the skin and it won't hurt anymore. Yeah. You're a farmer. You can handle it. I can handle it. (laughs) By the way, the only thing I know how to pick out is um, the first few notes of Enter Sandman. Oh, nice. That's a good one. You're welcome. Good start. (laughs) That's a sick intro. Sick. It's all I have. I'm like, everyone, get ready. (laughs) Here are four seconds of... It's probably really Enter Sandman. It's probably really... It's really just Mm. those first few notes. That's good. Impressive. Keep it up. Yep. Yep. Okay, you know what? We were just talking about Depeche Mode, and with them in mind, I thought for our 90s rewind, we would go back to the beginning of our favorite decade, when uh, Depeche Mode were enjoying the success of one of the great albums of their career, and of the 90s, the end of all time. I would say that Violator gave us four singles that stretched out the effect of that great album for most of 1990. And around this time, the beginning of the summertime in 1990, we were digging Enjoy the Silence. Mm. Oh, that album, man. So good. Um, We were also figuring our way through the Humpty Dance, (laughs) thanks to the digital underground. So we were really finding a balance between sounds. Um, (laughs) MC Hammer tapped into his uh, inner super freak for one of that summer staples on your mixtape. You can't touch this was on uh, many a favorites list, that's for sure. And how about a song like I'll Be Your Shelter? Taylor Dane. That in your mind you sing right away, and it's one of those signature tunes that really made her voice stand out, which is not saying much because I think that every song that she (laughs) sings makes her voice stand out. It's Mm -hmm. so specific and so good. So, yes, Taylor Dane. Uh, And this was also the time when uh, Greta Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, (laughs) Marlon Brando, Jimmy D on the cover of a magazine. Right. We also learned that Rita Hayworth gave good face, which meant like, what is she on about? Um, Well, it made complete sense in the context of who would grace the cover of Vogue magazine. Yet another huge hit for Madonna. Vogue. Greta Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and... Yeah, you know it. You got it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Only had uh, 32 years to practice. Um, (laughs) That is your 90s Rewind. Amazing. thank you. Yeah. Uh, So before we bounce, because I know we have to do so quickly, I just wanted to give you a surprise to our (gasps) listeners and our viewers and also to Sharon and Adam because they do not know this. So uh, last week, our clip of the week ended up being a section of our chit-chat about CeCe Peniston and how I tried the breakdance move and it ended badly. Yeah. So that went out on our social media. I made sure to uh, tag the always lovely CC Peniston, and we had a we had a uh, I can't remember now if it was a retweet <gasps> or a like, but CC acknowledged the yeah the tweet. So, nice. I CC. And she has Hi, of Cece. course the blue check mark right. So it was really exciting to see a response no from CC Peniston. That's pretty awesome. She's nice. uh 
She's got fans in us, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. From the very beginning of 90s now, we were all about CeCe Peniston. And uh, whatever time that she gave us at the beginning, whatever sort of likes she can give us now, we appreciate every moment with her. The music that she gave us in the 90s and the fact that she is committed to still delivering that message uh, of great groove and dance is fantastic. So we appreciate CeCe Peniston. Yes, we have fun with your posts on Instagram, (laughs) CeCe Peniston. (laughs) because <laughs> I think you're doing it for great entertainment and we appreciate that too. So it's thanks. love. We Thank love you. you. CC. <laughs> and that's it, you guys. That's that all it. she wrote. Hey, you know what? Fun. little reminder also, we were talking about it before, uh, but just dance with Kelly and Tina found if you're, uh, if you're looking, you know, for something to listen to, if you've finished Netflix, um, <laughs> you can easily find uh, Just Dance with Kelly and Tina through uh, Kelly Alexander show, Umbrella of Success Stories. <laughs> There's that. We're trying, Sharon. So hy.page slash Kelly Alexander show, because we're actually on a, a platform uh, which is similar to Patreon. So it's called High Page. And so nice. that's how you access it. And yeah, we're just super excited to have Tina speaking to people like Luther Brown. And we're going to have a very exciting guests for, there's two of them for the month of July. I won't give it away, but uh, I'll just say that these two guests that are coming up in July have worked with Madonna and Katy Perry and Pink. So Wow. Insane. Um, do you think that uh, Tina Landon will come back to visit you? I hope so, because it's already been five years. It'll be five years in October. That's crazy. When you and, and, and joined us for drinks, Sharon. That was so fun. It was amazing. Does Tina know that you dance, Kelly? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she needs. I think she needs to know that. <laughs> but Ke- and Kelly's a very good dancer. <laughs> it's no surprise that anything that Kelly would set her mind to, she'd be very good at. She's that type. Uh, but she's very good. So it, I'm somewhat surprised that Tina doesn't know that you dance as well as you do. Well, I mean, it's it would weird, be weird like, to say. <laughs> I can't I can't even imagine telling her I, I dance at all because, like, it's Tina Landon. You know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> but when she visited, like, you could have offered her a drink and, and gone into, like, the splits or, like, <laughs> some sort of high kick. Here's your drink. You know? I should have tried that CC Penison breakdancer move. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds way too dangerous. Don't do that. <laughs> Maybe you would have got it that time. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that one time <laughs> at band camp. Oh, man. Okay, well, guys, thank you very much. It's always fun to see your faces. You too, right Sharon. Right back at you. And uh, everybody else, we're, we're happy to see your faces too. Air quotes, you know. We're happy that, uh, that uh, wherever it is that you are, that you have found us and spent some time. We appreciate that very much. Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.